Okay, here's my here's my first question. Schwarber based question would be uh was his World Series average higher than his season average? Did he get better than one for five? In the playoffs, Kyle Schwarber batted two fifty five. Yeah. The leadoff spot suits him. Okay. Mm. He's a World Series guy. He's a playoff guy. Contract extension. This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Okay. We got roll call A1. A2. A3. A4. Okay. Hot damn. How about let's dive right into uh, Dome versus Dome World Series. First of all, I have to claim I failed the test laid down by A2. Uh, I'd rather talk about the fact that you predicted that the Rangers would win. Yeah, for some reason, it just seemed really obvious that the Rangers were going to beat the minor league D-backs. And... That's what happened. You can't call them minor league when they make the season. I mean, technically, they are a major league team. They just haven't punctured that wall yet, in my mind, yet. Do you guys know who the highest paid player on the Arizona Diamondbacks is or was last year? Who? Mad Bum. Madison Bumgarner got cut in April. That's great. He doesn't get a ring, does he? No, I think he does. Oh, I mean, they lost, but... Who cares? Yeah, after 52 years in Texas, the Rangers finally bring it home. In their dome. They bring it home to the dome. Which dome was the best? Home to the dome, yeah. The new Texas park is probably the least inspiring brand new park I've ever seen because it basically kind of looks at first glance like Ray's Stadium. Like there's kind of a jagged fence line, but with just zero creativity. There's not one thing about the park in a very casual first glimpse that has anything interesting about it. I'd love to disagree with you for one second. Please. I think moving the owner's box to field level is a pretty cool move. Okay. Being able to, instead of rattle your jewelry from the top, from the old opera houses, <laughs> as John Lennon would say, and just moving it so George W. is on the field is pretty neat. That was a good call for them. All right. Oh, like, like they're sacrificing those season tickets. We want you to watch it on TV, so we don't really care if you're at the stadium anymore. Mm-hmm the amount of money it's going to take to pay these guys it's going to be generated through television not from 12 dollars beers anymore now they just they'd rather you watch it on tv it's easier they got all the cameras they got all the sound bites dugout interviews i mean it's must watch tv although as much as we were force-fed of how great these rules are all i heard from this world series was it was the least watched world series ever so what are you going to do about that? Yeah. Mm. That is a good point. The MLB 2023 World Series was the least watched on record. Interesting. Yeah. But let's break that down a little bit. Um, don't believe that headline. That headline is misleading. Oh, I really want to get this in there. Oh. Yeah. It had the lowest ratings, but people aren't watching. Like Nielsen ratings don't. People are streaming. Right. And the ratings are kind of catching up with that. So mm-hmm. it's not a good sign. It's not the full story. I, I really wouldn't take this as the harbinger of doom. I think probably just as many people actually watched it, but they weren't getting counted the same way. Right. I had heard that the, the highest rated game ever was the Red Sox Red 75 series, the Fisk Homer. And that was Nielsen rating got around 60 million. And I was thinking about that and I was like, wow, that's like one in three Americans watching that game. And then if you take, you know, the nine and a half million. With the current population, I was thinking, that's about one in 30 Americans. And while 
that was the most watched game or World Series game in history compared against the least. If that's anywhere close to true that in the 70s, one in three Americans was watching a World Series game and now one in 30, that doesn't warrant the national pastime label. I mean, I think we all already knew that, that it slipped away, but that one's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. Also, it was just a five-game series. Mm-hmm. And again, you guys, like, it was the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. If I was going to tell a joke and talk about two teams I don't care about, those I, those might be the two I'd pick. I don't know how true this is, but it, I know it's true for me. If you tune in and it's a stadium in a dome, doesn't that kind of hurt your chances of, like, being into the fall moment of the fall classic? Does that mean anything to you guys? Do you think anybody cares about the weather? I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel I think... like I want to see cold ball players in the World Series, or at least think that's what's going on. You want to see the breath? I guess when I'm thinking recently of maybe catching a game in Cleveland or something, living out on the West Coast, there's something exciting about, oh, wow, it's cold over there, and the guy keeps breathing into his hand, and you can see his breath. Like There's something about that that you're not going to catch in the summer that's exciting somehow it kind of puts you in a position to watch the world series just kind of knowing hey you know it's october baseball but the indoor dome to me is just an automatic turnoff because it's like it's different lighting it almost looks like fluorescent lighting instead of stadium lighting it just doesn't really have a tint that i think agrees with the natural beauty of baseball and the new ranger park and i just can't say enough how disappointed i was in that i mean I feel like fields used to be jagged and it wasn't rounded fences for more of a reason where this is like, oh yeah, let's put a little jig jag here and move it a little over here. And Texas Stadium is called Globe Life Field. Yeah, it sounds nice there. And yeah. let's make sure to keep the roof closed for the World Series. Super domey. I hear what you're saying, A1. Like, you kind of want to see him battle the elements a little bit. I mean, tis the season. Like, I think the NFL does a pretty good job at rain or shine. The show must go on. Let's play. Uh, golf. They're playing in the rain until it gets to a certain point. But uh, that's what you get when you get Domi. Getting Domi. It's 72 and bright uh, 24-7. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Why do you think... The roof is closed in Texas for a World Series game. Why do you think? If it's not raining. Sounds like it's less expensive to keep the dome on. That's probably the and, most accurate answer. And, you and your said, classic yeah. safety issues. You know, you want to protect the people from a you know potential meteorite. Right. That comes God. from the stadium. Right. I think you used your time machine and you saw that coming ahead of time. Yeah. Thank you for reminding us that meteors are a constant threat. Space debris. Yep. Guys, I don't think they're building these retractable domes like armor. They're pretty flimsy. I think that's why they keep breaking, and I think Mm. that's why they don't retract them, because it's broken. (laughs) Maybe a mix of the two. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Flim flam. Got to call the union guys to go oil it up. Uh, They're on strike right now. Oh, geez. Texas is getting back at the MLB and Houston for cheating. And now what they're doing is they're using AC to create the wind blowing out when they're up and the wind blowing in when they're on defense. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting somewhere. I think I had heard once that there was a team that got busted for literally moving their fences back. While the opposing team hit. Hey guys, look over there. Do 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 the fence moves. <laughs> like on wheels or something. Like maybe very slowly. If all the stadiums are gonna get more domey, that'd be kind of cool if we could all agree to just 
maybe the sixth inning is turn on the sprinklers and just kind of have a you know a light rain in the sixth inning and just universal everybody just kind of follow that lead universal rain can i get second base i think you got something there turn on the misters i'd be down if they had the ability but we all know baseball players can't play when they're wet so i mean you just turn on the sprinklers it's like they might as well forfeit you're asking a leadoff hitter like schwarber to run in the rain whoa with that uni on no good Oh, man. I bet he's just like, oh, let's get that designated runner, man. That's going to extend my career. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be worth millions. I could play for 30 years. 30-year career at a sub-200 average. Oh, my God. Permanent DH. <laughs> I only hit. I don't run. Nah. Nah. Hate it when I hit it in the gap and have to run to second. So lame. Hang my head. Then get that designated runner in there. <laughs> so uh, playoffs are over. World Series is over. Uh, we did see some new things this year in the postseason. This was the debut of the catcher helmet camera. Mm. Yeah, I saw it. Thought it was pretty cool. They put a camera on the catcher. It's actually pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, when they do it in slow motion, it's, it's Ooh, like, slow mo. Wow, that sounds nice. Kind of a nice little view. Could that sort of become the new? the main view of a baseball game instead of from center field. I think it'd be camera nine. It's going to be all about user choice. Like, how do you want to watch the right. game? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, mm, yeah. Right. This is what they're saying. Like, oh, how do we get more people to watch the game? Oh, oh yeah. that's really interesting because there were definitely some video games where that was the angle. Oh, no, I got it. And then the ABS system would just be right on your screen. Yeah. I want to remind you guys that you can attend an NBA game and virtually in virtual reality sit courtside. Like, that's a thing that exists now. I'm not saying it's the best experience ever, but that technology will improve over time until why would anyone sit anywhere else? Why wouldn't you? Sitting courtside is nice. If you can. How much does it cost to sit courtside virtually? I don't know, but it's probably not cheap. But I think we can assume that the cost will go down over time and the technology will become more and more available. A lot more courtside seating for the in-season tournament. A1 gave a high five to Steph Curry sitting courtside once. That's correct. Nice one. Very cool. Um, (laughs) Draymond gives more spirited uh, fives. Yeah. Got him a few times. And they had a little mustard on it. I picture him being down to throw a high five at you. Yeah. It wasn't high. It was low. They were all low. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. I delivered no high fives. It's less energy. Right. Expanded that way. Yeah. Right. Draymond would kind of put a little like, Right at the last second, like a little, what do they say? You want, When you're playing golf, you want to swing through the ball instead of at the ball. It was kind of like that with the low five, kind of like nice. the last few inches. He goes. He's a contact player. We know he's going to slap. He it. goes through the hand. Yeah, it's kind of like boom. Yeah. Gets you. Speaking of slapping it, Arizona did score a run on a sacrifice bunt in the World Series. Okay. Yeah, I watched that. That's something. Um, and the crowd booed him. <laughs> actually, the crowd didn't know what was happening. <laughs> crowd was lost confused i mean someone probably booed we all know these guys like oh bunts bunts are stupid i didn't come here to watch a bunch of bunting you know but they scored a run on that and you know what he'd say that could have scored too and you know it's like sometimes you're right i don't know we had a bunch of records get broken in the playoffs like tons and tons of records get broken yeah. And this is something we predicted would happen because we're like, well, you know, if you expand them and there's more games, the guy's going to break the record for right. RBIs, you know, like it's going to happen because mm-hmm. he's playing in more games. Yeah. It just kind of takes the old people out of the record book. Yogi Berra probably had a bunch of records because he played in tons of World Series and didn't get any playoff series, just World Series. Well, what are you going to do? 
Yeah. Records are meant to be broken. Right. It just doesn't mean as much when you extend things and there's two more games or whatever, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And I don't think that a lot of these series went super long. Some of them went long. But um, Adoles Garcia, right? He hit 22. Yeah. Yeah. 15 games in 15 games. So, I mean. That dude's a beast. He is. Too bad he got injured. It would have been cool to see him kind of finish out the postseason. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that cat till the playoffs, till he got plunked. I was like, Jesus. Right? He was must-see TV for sure. He was a home run king. He um, hit a homer in, in five postseason games in a row. So that's the second longest streak in baseball history, which is really cool. Wow. A2, can you confirm that one of the records that was broken was most strikeouts by a batter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> by a batter? Schwarbs? Well, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Um... I was pretty lucky this playoff. I tuned in to a Philly Brave game. I thought that was going to be the most exciting series. And it was game two, mid-inning, 6-7. And Ronald Acuna Jr. was up, who had the best year statistically in a long time, I think. Versus Craig Kimbrell, and Kimbrell got him to line out with the bases loaded, two out. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. Like as a baseball fan, I found myself glued to the TV, excited to see what the outcome would be. Yeah, and I was able to put aside DH and all that kind. Of, it was just a very pure baseball moment in the playoffs. So I feel like that was pretty cool for me. I got to experience that, and then mm. obviously I didn't care enough to tune in mm. live but unlike you guys i definitely paid attention post game <laughs> <laughs> which is cool for me who was doing the post game interview steve lyons oh god dude i can turn this shit off i can't hang <laughs> you don't like listening to ron darling recap <laughs> a1 at one point there was a home run hit and I love where this is going already. <laughs> Nick Castellanos, I want to say, who I just, I don't know, everything about that dude just bugs me. And <laughs> he hit a fly ball to left, which was a home run at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. And he gets into the dugout and they do their celebration, which is great playoffs. And then he gets to the other end of the dugout. And uh, then there was someone there waiting to give him an interview. Like, hey, how are you feeling when you swung? And he's like, pretty good. All right, back to you guys. So fucking stupid. Why can't we wait for the reaction after the game? Why do we have to get it instantaneously? It's such a microcosm of our universe that we live in now. Yeah, you were born before the year 2000, weren't you? Yeah. You just wouldn't get it, man. You just wouldn't get it. (laughs) You remember the commercial for Apple Jacks where the parents are getting on the kids and they're saying, well, don't you think if it's named Apple Jacks, it should taste like apples? And the kids are going like, uh uh-huh. And then it's like, well, why do you really like it? This is the parent asking. And then the kids all look at each other and they go, we just do okay. (laughs) Such a serial guy. I was thinking the same thing. And then all the kids give each other kind of high fives. Yeah, we just do. All right, mom, back off. I remember that commercial. You guys really need to up your serial knowledge when you're talking to the likes of this guy. I don't know if I can compete, dude. No, you can't. No. I mean- I'm the only one that I know of that has a nickname CK. That's Cyril King. Mm-hmm. You gave that to yourself? Uh, that's a negative. I, <laughs> I'm i working on about 6.9 bowls a week. Wow. All right. Nice. Where are you at? Um, maybe mm. two. What do you eat? Like eggs or pancakes or something lamb like that for breakfast? Yeah, a lot of egg. A lot of hard-boiled egg action over here. Grapefruit? Uh, no grapefruit right now, but I could do a grapefruit. If the little guy doesn't spill all his cereal, I'll get after it. What's left? (laughs) 
So that adds up to about maybe a bowl, two bowls a week. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it feels wasteful if I don't. Right. Pretty much that's my mindset. I mean, that'd be a little hard to dump it in the sink. Yeah. I don't hate soggy cereal either. Like, mm. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm definitely wow. down. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Am I killing so, you? Am I killing yeah, CK right now? No, this is gnarly because my wife, supposedly she would have Raisin Bran poured for her. And she would wait a few minutes because she preferred it soggy. And her parents were not down. Like, <laughs> we, we raised you better than this. <laughs> we're not mad. We're disappointed. She got that for a raisin bin. It, it was that. Yeah. But now you two have something to talk about. Uh, oh, goodness. I got something that tops that. I had a roommate who would get his cereal. He would pour the milk in it. And then he would set it on the kitchen table and then go read a magazine in the living room and forget about it. And I would like remind him, I'm like, yo, you, you got cereal, uh, you know, marinating in, in the kitchen. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just, uh, I like it soggy. I'm like, geez, man, it's been 30 minutes. What? This is a real fucking phenomenon. He just likes the cereal <laughs> ritual. He doesn't necessarily need to eat it. And also the milk is warming at the same time. What is this? <laughs> what kind of world are we living hey, in? man, people can eat cereal <laughs> any way they want. And I, I would like to say that Getting back to baseball, uh, Adolis Cossier, he hit the 22 in 15 games. Now, while 15 games compared to the old time playoff structure is a lot, compared to the other guys who are on this list right behind him, they were like 18 games, right? Right. Like 21, 2019. These guys all did it in 18 games, and it kind of goes down from there. So let's not take anything away from him. But yeah, he had the potential to play and, you know, to have the most games. And like the guy who has the most strikeouts in the postseason, I mean, you're on a good team that went all the way. I don't know if that necessarily means you're horrible. Yeah. No, I think it's indicative of how the game's played now as well. Home run or strikeout. And definitely in the playoff, that's definitely more of the game, right? I mean, in 2010, Lindsay had that 14K domination start. He's not the only one. It's the first one that came to mind. But yeah, you're definitely going against the best pitchers. And if they make a mistake and you capitalize on a solo homer, hell, a 3-2 playoff game sounds pretty fun to me, but that's not what we're dealing with anymore. Now, it's your leadoff hitter strikes out or hits a homer. That's not the baseball I want to watch. <laughs> well, I do have the number if you want to know. Yeah, please. Ryan Howard, 2009, 21 strikeouts in the postseason in 15 games. That tears him up. Um, if the Phillies keep making the playoffs, I do expect Schwarber to break out, um, get on this list. I could go at some Manfred talk. Sure. So uh, rumor has it he was very upset that one of the two teams, I think it was the Rangers, started a game with a reliever, Mm. and they basically pitched three pitchers within a few innings. And Manfred was not very happy with that because he's recognized that fans like the idea of a starter that starts the game and goes deep into the game. Yeah, I believe it was last year he uh, made a rule that said you can only have 13 pitchers on a roster. Clearly to him, that rule wasn't doing its job, so they're going to look into it further. They might put in more rules in terms of how many pitchers you can have on a roster. And I thought that was very interesting because I believe it should dictate itself and you shouldn't have to limit anything. And this is a direct result of the designated hitter where when the pitchers had to hit, it was a very strategic move to bat in the pitcher's position and put in a new defensive player. Well, now that that's out of the ball game, 
and you basically just have your guys in, then you can just stock the rest of your team with guys that throw a hundred. And so I don't think that was really ever looked at as something that could happen in the game, but it's one of those things where every action has a reaction. And now the reaction is we need a new rule. And that's it right there. Now we need a new rule and it's called the double hook DH rule. They're testing it in the Atlantic League. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. It's like the guy who starts the game doesn't pitch at least five innings. You lose your DH. Now your pitcher has to hit. That's what they're going to do. They're testing that. That's how they're going to shut down the opener, which is what we're talking about. The Giants did it a bunch. Yeah, I don't think fans like it. I think they want the the media wants to have the quarterback image. They're like, we know how to sell football. Like, well, let's try to copy that as best as we can. And this guy's the quarterback. Yeah, he kind of needs to like be there in the beginning so we can talk about him a bunch. And then he kind of needs to stay in the game or fail spectacularly or something like that for us to have a story. But doesn't it seem like? opposed to making a rule about it if fans don't like it they can just boo and they start a reliever and eventually the team would be like hey our fans don't like this could that actually have an impact or do the fans not i think the ownership people would say yeah but fans like winning so we're just gonna do whatever we can to win and the analytics say this is what we should do how much of it is the analytic and like how pitchers are being developed now using the dh as a consequence so disheartening even further deterring people to use it from actions in the game and saying well we'll take away your dh it's ouch that one really stung yeah and they chose they're like in the fifth inning okay what why not the sixth why not the four like i don't know why the fifth why now the fifth inning is special for no reason it's yeah. just the rule <laughs> well, book the fifth inning just is, keeps getting bigger and bigger in order to, to qualify for a win you have to pitch five innings as a starter i think yeah okay so i think that's why the fifth inning was predetermined it sounds like if that's why they picked it that would be my first it's also thought. typically when they come around for the third time <laughs> which is when you want to make <laughs> you your know. change now that's how it's done yeah another reason you know why schwarber was hitting first it wasn't just because it's like, oh, he's going to get 1.2 doubles a game. It's also because it encourages the other team to pull their starter sooner because it's like, oh, shit, it's Schwab for the third time. That's a good point. And we just yeah. we have numbers that say that's just that's bad news for us. Yeah, but in general, relievers have better ERAs. They're like more specialists. They don't have to go the long haul. So if you face a new pitcher every inning that has slightly different style, that's an advantage for the defense, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. The whole thing seems like a cat chasing its tail with rules for this thing that it got started by changing a big rule in the 70s, but it's like it's easier for them to just try to make a new rule that makes it better. Yeah. But it's not getting better. It's going to get so comp. Yeah, the DH thing is already getting super complicated. We've documented all these wrinkles in the rules. This would probably be a new one. They'll probably do this. Because, yeah, Rob Manfred does not like the opener as a strategy. Television wants to tell a story about the guy um, from the beginning. You know. So, speaking of DHs, Shohei Otani will be a free agent. And he has stated that he wants to play in California because it's closer to Japan. And it's easier for him and his whole situation. Is he throwing out numbers like, pay me this and I'll think about it? <laughs> I'm sure his agent is. I mean, $30 million minimum, I'm guessing. He's the most valuable player in the league, you know. What's he getting paid now? I gotta look this up. Yeah, but is he gonna reset the market, you know? I mean, he's... Right, inflation. If he gets paid, which he will, because he's a complete baseball player and he can pitch and hit, 
But what's that going to do to the next crop, right? Juan Soto, these kind of guys that are going to end up being DHs for eight years. Are they going to get paid $40 million a year and say Shohei's getting forty? And that's the way it's been going. That's just Monopoly money. It's insane. Yeah, I think this will be a big payday for him. I know he probably just makes more money from endorsements anyway, so it's almost like dumb to... He's like, whatever. He'll probably go play for... If he likes Bob Melvin, if he likes whoever, you know, somebody else, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, this guy's making so much from endorsements. It just, it almost dwarfs his his league salary. Yeah. Wow. I mean, think about that, you guys. Like, that's the big time. It's like salary doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, pay me whatever. He's probably selling a lot of batting gloves in Japan, man, and in, in America, too. Yeah. It's a big show. <laughs> Come on over to San Francisco. You're all welcome to be here. You guys, this is not... Um, I'm, I'm, can you hear my voice? I'm giddy. This could actually happen, you guys. Shohei could come to San Francisco. This is not sensationalism. This is not rumor mongering. This is he's gonna go somewhere. Could stay with the Angels, um, but well, like you said, it's one of four teams if he likes California. Right? But he can't pitch next year, right? <sighs> yeah, nobody wants to play on the Padres, so fuck that. All right. So eliminate the Padres, right? So yeah. we got we got Dodgers, Angels, or Giants. That's the writing's on the wall. I, yeah. I, you know, come on up to the bay, Shohei. He's hurt. I wonder if he would uh, look at Seattle, but I don't know. I think he wants to win because then he'll make even more money off endorsements. You know what I mean? Think about that uh, in terms of your ultimate bottom line. You'll give up something. Oh, I got it. To get something else. He ought to go to Colorado because it's just a little bit further flight, but he could be a 75 homer guy. 75 home run guy. Yeah, I know. That would do it. Yeah. That, would break, yeah. that would break the record. Racking up so many points. So many points, especially when they bring in the four-pointer. <laughs> I don't think he's a skier. Yeah, uh, Like, the sushi's not so good there. You guys are automatically just counting out Vegas. Shohei doesn't strike you as a guy that might want to do some Vegas nights. Okay, yeah, we shouldn't have given up on Vegas. He's a free agent this offseason, not in the next three offseasons. Right. You're not going to go play in Oakland. Right. Yeah, he's not going to just mess around there for a couple of years before. I would be the sh- the idea of him Great. playing in Oakland is so laughable. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. It's more than four teams. It's five teams. We totally forgot about Oakland. Oh, I thought you just... Oh, I'm embarrassed. I had him in Vegas, so I was fine with it. He literally forgot. Yeah, same. Ay, ay, ay. Poor Oakland. Poor Oakland. What are we looking forward to uh, for next season, gents? Uh, can I ask everyone that question? More catcher cam. <laughs> okay, starting with A2. What are you looking forward to for next season? Well, I mean, I just I like the catcher cam. Let's just put a camera on everything, right? Let's mic the guys all the time. So more technology. Well, reality TV. It just seems inevitable. Re- <laughs> like, there's no point in me. Even... Oh, he's on Team Blow It Up. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's just like, what's the point? It's just exactly. going to exactly. happen. Yes. It's going to happen anyway. Let's keep blowing it up. All these little things that we're, we're talking about earlier, it's just all part of the blow-up process. Are we going to go there? Yes. If you think we're going to get there, we will. So, like, let's just fast forward and just <laughs> let's just accept it. All right, A1, what are you looking forward most to next year? Uh, it's interesting hearing you talk because I was thinking the thing I'm most excited about next year is finding out if they're changing any rules. Okay. That's it. That's such a pitiful answer, but it's actually true. The thought of a new baseball season, and maybe that's part of it being in November, is April's a long way away, and you don't have the promise of spring yet. But even with like a guy that joins the 4070 club, I'm, 
am I excited to see him like reach the 50 80 club? Like, yeah. No, I no. Yeah. I want to know if there's going to be umpires <laughs> going with Hawkeye next year or not. Yeah. I'm getting pretty fucking close to team blood up, man. It's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this red button's in front of me, and it's like, just yeah. might want to push that. <laughs> might want to push that button. Yeah. No, I won't do I it. I got two words for you. Smart bats. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, wow. This can't be good. They get cameras in them. Yes. Sensors. They talk. They translate for the player. <laughs> I am not corked. I just run a self-diagnosis, I can assure you. Yeah. <laughs> no cork. I think they're going to mandate cork bats. I think they'll be mandated. I was thinking that too. Mm. Why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, they've been fucking with the balls. Everyone knows that. We've never really talked about that on the show, but like, this is a well-known secret that MOB has been effing with the balls. Even in just certain games, like Yankees games, they'll mess with the balls. I Finding out about that Aaron Judge season, that pissed me off. A3, what are you the most looking forward to next season? No, I'm pretty indifferent. I mm, Tough word. Yeah, I think I'm all about seeing what they're going to do with the playoffs. That's kind of got most of my attention right now. Mm. I think if they are going to blow it up this way and they want to have more teams involved in more Game 7s and whatnot, I think they're missing a golden opportunity to just disband all – leagues and divisions and just go one through 32 and the top 16 teams get in or something. I don't know what they're going to do, but it would be nice to have them blow it up and just go all in. I mean, at this point, are they just tiptoeing around it? Do they want like a Yankee Red Sox World Series? You know what I mean? Dodgers, Yankees every year, if possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) let's not have teams limp in at sub 500 levels and who cares about division races? Just yeah. if you had a good year and you're in the top 16, you make whatever determination of the playoff bracket they want to do. But I always really liked about hockey and basketball. I like the one V eight seating. I think that's yeah. plenty of a incentive to take care of a team that had a good season. I don't think buys yeah. are a good idea, especially in baseball. I think they proved that this year. Yeah. Buys are stupid. It's not football, football. It's yeah. perfect for football. Almost yeah. a necessity. Yeah. Right. But baseball, I can't get behind that. So if they want to include more teams, look at it a different format, I think is probably a smart thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure from the journalists to change the playoffs. They're writing about it all over the place. Everyone's got their ideas and a lot of them are pretty similar to what you could yeah. imagine right now. It's like exactly what you said. First of all, we all know the divisions don't mean anything anymore, but whatever, those are gone. Um, they might change how that works in the future. Gone. We have the balance schedule. It don't matter anyway. Um, so yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Right. But Manford is, he is defensive. He's going to hold the line on the structure for at least another year as like a show of defiance while they go ahead and like implement, you know, the, uh, what is it? The, the ball, the, the, the ball strike appeal, you know, the, yeah, the, challenge the ABS challenge. I, I can't even say it the abs challenge yeah it's like yeah it's just I, it's like tastes so bad in my mouth well back to uh i mean i think a1 you made a really good point it's like i was just assuming that the abs system is going to be in next season and so you're take a much more practical approach to it like let's see if they are actually going to do that I'm already like, mm. it's going to happen. I'm just convinced it's going to happen. So I, yeah. what I'm looking forward to, uh, thanks for asking you guys, um, <laughs> is that uh, when it hits the corner of the ABS and 
the batters like tries to argue with the ump and it's clearly hits the corner and on the screen for everybody to see and then he just he, he does has no argument anymore it's like have a seat yeah grab some pine meat you're out you know i've previously <laughs> we've talked about the automatic balls and strike system and how it does not account for how tall the guy is as well as it could well guess what Trackman and mlb made a big announcement mm. they're working on it yep oh no it's coming yeah i know i can get behind that i guess that's cool yeah I, I mean you can't have guys like henderson or who else was a big offender of bending over and lowering their strike zone pete rose squatty stance yeah buy stock and track man it's hot right now <laughs> and they do try to model these guys but the thing is it's like you get a chiropractic adjustment and all of a sudden the strike zone's different you know what i mean like you get a new pair of shoes i don't know man <laughs> it's just like no human being is a robot that you're not standing in exactly the same place with exactly the same i mean maybe these guys are because they practice so much but things change over time and these models if they're not look my point is this <clears throat> if you're basing these models on historical data they're never going to be good because if you're not basing it on like where his knees are right now when the pitch comes in right now you're going to get the call wrong i don't care where his knees are usually most of the time i want to know where they are when the ball enters the zone but I respectfully disagree with having to get it right all the time. Over 162 games, the law of averages, and even in the game itself, if a ball gets called and it's at the knees, and then the next hitter comes up and it's called a strike, it evens itself out. Yeah. This idea of having everything to be perfect is it didn't mean as much because there were so many opportunities for the game to dictate itself, I guess. The ABS strike zone is going to be proportioned to the batter's height. Their height is already recorded yeah. before the game starts, so the track man will know, okay, yeah. player 14 is right. up now, so we need to adjust it accordingly. The show had a lot of criticism of that because different people of different heights have different bone structures and just bend over differently. We talk about different batting stances like Craig Council versus, I don't know, Schwarber, right? They just square up differently. But they did announce that they are working on it. Like, they're like, hey, guys, don't worry. Don't worry, you guys. We're going to, like, working on get it. all this data, and we're going to build models for all these guys, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. So I trust that'll be fine, right? It's happening. Yeah, I trust them. Did I just hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Rob's never lied to me. It's happening. Yeah, no, Rob's on the case. <laughs> Look it up. Super Domi. Are you guys thinking this at all or am I crazy? Wellness check? What's going on? Thank you. Let's break that down a little bit. Yeah, baseball guy. For better or for worse.
Uh, all the teams are trending older managers now. We're going with the older guys. Ah. Now. So what does that say? Have you guys heard the Seinfeld bit where he goes, and this whole thing with the anti-gray hair, it's people are coming in with, looks so good. No one can tell. And then he kind of pauses and he goes, everyone can tell. <laughs> kind of perfect. 